Like many of you, we battled depression during life's ups and downs. Music has always been the one thing that we could rely on to get us through the tough times that we all face. Follow us on our journey as we discuss the healing power of music, interview bands, break down genres, review band biographies, and more. This is the When Words Fail Music Speaks Podcast with Blake Mosley and James Cox. Hey, it's me, it's me, it's J-A-C. Welcome back to the When Words Fail Music Speaks Podcast where we fight depression with the power of music. And I have no idea what you're doing right there, but that's okay. Because I'm, perf- <laughs> I'm your professional handicapped host, James Cox. And no, I am not the voice of Scooter from the Muppets. But maybe one day, you know, we'll, we'll see. I hope so, buddy. Yeah. I'm, hoping you, I'm hoping it works out. Yeah. Well, I'm commonly referred to as the loudest guy in the room, but only when I'm playing the drums. I am your endless source of useless music knowledge. My name is Blake Mosley, a.k.a. Brosley. How you doing, folks? How you doing, James? I'm good. Two questions for you. Two. When we were playing the intro, I saw you um, with a little bit of neck pain, I assume. Because, yep, you... I have no idea what happened. You have no yeah. idea. You're... Slept on it wrong. Don't know. I, I woke up with neck pain like two days ago. And it could be stress-related. Right. Uh, I don't know. Hadn't figured that one out yet, but yeah, I feel like I can only turn my head like I've, a certain way, and it's killing me. I woke up. I I I I had the same sentiment too, because because there's some days where I sleep but on it totally wrong, and sometimes right. I, I have a hard time turning it. It's the worst feeling ever. It's worse. The, worst. the other question I'm gonna ask you is: Are we telling our our wonderful listeners about the about your job? experience right now or we have we are uh, we don't know yet okay we don't know okay. yet um i have spro- expressed on here how like uh you know work has been a rough go yeah recently yeah <laughs> um, so hopefully some things change for the better here soon whatever that may look like um i would love uh i would love for things to change here soon um so we'll get there. I don't know what it looks like yet, but something will something will come up. I'm I'm being positive about it. I'm mm-hmm. trying my best to be positive because I'm not a very positive person, uh, and I think that my current job has a lot to do with that. Uh, like I or I used to be a really really positive person, and it's it's changed me a lot, and I, I, that's making me you know s- step back and kind of reassess things and be like, all right. My- lots changing a lot is changing about my personality and i think it's got to do with work so i'm hoping yeah i'm hoping for a change somehow somewhere uh soon and we'll see what that looks like so i'll keep everybody up updated. yeah that's, uh, and that's probably why my neck hurts <laughs> so you say that you're not you're not uh you're I I disagree with you. I think you're a very positive person, but if you're not positive, uh, but if you need a little bit more positivity in your life, listen to music. Music is the only way of, you can absolutely. be positive about your life. And yeah, I just found out about this new artist I found today. I found him okay. on Facebook, obviously, like everybody else does in the world now. Um, right? Have you heard of an artist called Teddy Swims? I don't think so. I don't Teddy, think Teddy swims. Teddy swims like I'm swimming. Yeah, swims. S W I M S. He's 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 known as a pop singer, I guess, because on on um 
I'm looking at his album right now. It's un- yeah. His album's called Unlearning, and it, and you know how to give categories underneath the you know the L, and this is pop. So I'm not sure if that's right. that's okay. his. Sometimes sometimes those are wrong, but uh, he's coming yeah. he's coming to the Senate um this September. So I'm thinking about going. You know. Yeah. Senate's a good place to see some shows. It is. It is. And um. His song is the the song that I have heard is called "Bed on Fire" and that's a fiery song. So check it yeah, out. It's yeah, a fire, you fire. See, yeah, it's a, it's a fire song called "Bed on Fire," and I think you really really dig it. So check it out, man. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I bet if uh, I bet if we had Casey on the show, he would probably know who that person is. We need to get uh, him Casey back, man. From, uh, yeah, we're yeah. trying. Every time I message him about it, is we can't get our schedules to line up, but. Yeah. Uh, Casey from uh, Heartmouth and the Bronze Age, he wants to come back on the show. Um, and uh, we've got a lot to talk about whenever we get him back on. The yeah. Bronze Age has been busy. He's yeah. got some new Heartmouth stuff. Uh, Embracing Goodbye is uh, getting back together for a reunion show. So there's there's plenty to talk about. And I keep trying like crazy to get Casey back on here. He's a busy guy. We're busy. And we just can't get the schedules to line up right now, but he will be back on. So what if we bought? Time. What if we bought him some pizza? You think he'll come on anytime you want? That might be the that might be what seals the deal. I bet if we ordered a pizza, had it delivered to his house, he would suddenly find the time. Yes, because uh, who who can pass up free pizza? I love pizza. I love. Gotta pizza. find out what kind he likes. Yes, yes. But so, um, we'll but do some digging. Every Friday, I will tell you what I am. I am in love with Friday. Ah, ah yes. See that what I did? So today is uh, Cover Wars. It is the cure to your blues. Am I right? Ha ha. Booyah. Thank you. We are here until like tomorrow. An hour from now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. We're just, we're just not coming to, we, we need, we need that speed bag that you were, you know, yes. Yes, sir. We do we need that. So. Yep. Yeah, so uh, today is the Cold Wars um, for from the Cure song of Friday. I'm in love. Uh, so oh, little man, this is one of my favorite songs ever. It's so good. Yeah, because when you texted me that, I'm like, I haven't heard this song in months or years. Yeah. I'm like, I really like that song. Let's do it. And then you're like, cool. It's a great one. So here we are, man. Uh, so you want to we want to take it off? I will kick it off. Um, so yeah, Friday I'm in love is a song by a British rock band, The Cure. Uh, released as the second single from their ninth studio album, Wish, which released in 1992. Uh, in May of 1992, the song was a worldwide hit, reaching number six in the UK and number 18 in the United States, where it also topped the modern rock charts. Uh, rock. We're off to a great start. Mm. Modern Rock Tracks chart. Uh, it also won the award for Europe Viewer's Choice for Best Music Video at the 1992 MTV Music Video Awards. Do you remember those? Do you remember when MTV had Music Video Awards and it actually applied to music? Okay, so I'm 42. So I was yeah. I was about 14 or 15 when MTV came out. So yeah, yeah. I, I'm old, man. I'm old. You remember that? Yes, yes. Good times. I even remember when, uh, well, I remember when uh, Bon Jovi started the Unplugged Sessions. Remember those? Yes. Because there's one MTV award show that him and uh, Richie just came out with an acoustic. 
mm-hmm. they played um, uh, Wanted Dead or Life, and that spawned off the yeah. acoustic sessions on MTV. Yeah, but they don't do that have, anymore. Uh, Nirvana unplugged. Nirvana unplugged. Uh, Allison Chains, Pearl Jam, and unplugged. yeah, and who? Oh, Stone Pilots. Yeah, uh, th- that was uh, there were yeah. only five shows, and that yeah. was the uh, origins of grunge music. STP, Pearl Jam, Nirvana, Allison Chains, and um, some other. I think there was one four 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 shows. Yeah, there were some more in there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, because I know Kiss did one. That was a great, great show, too. Yeah, Unplugged and No Makeup. Right, right, which I'm still finding. I'm I'm still trying to find the vinyl for that one. But it's hard hard for that to to come about. So so Robert Smith uh, on the band Cure uh, was the song's um, primary writer, described in 1992 as both a throw your hands in the air Let's get happy kind of record in quotations and a very naive, happy type of pop song. So it is a pop song. It is very much so. Yep. During the writing process, Robert Smith uh, became convinced that he had (laughs) inadvertently stolen the uh, chord progression from somewhere. And this led him to a state of paranoia. Uh, paranoia, excuse me, paranoia era, uh, <laughs> where he called everyone he could think of and played the song for them, asking if they had heard it before. None of them had, thankfully, uh, and Smith realized that uh, the melody was indeed his. Um, he said, it's always been paradoxical that it's pushed down uh, people's throats that were a goth band, Smith observed, uh, because to the general public, we're not. To taxi drivers, I'm the bloke that sings Friday I'm in Love. I'm not the bloke who sings shake uh shake dog shake or 100 years um yeah that that was just that uh late 80s early 90s goth phase that everybody was going you know crazy over yeah um the cure definitely seemed like the the uh the leaders of that because of the way that they dressed and their makeup and yeah. things like that but uh just great songs man just such good songs they were just impeccable songwriters right and I find it so uh, very relieving that he called around and asked if he ripped off people because nowadays you really don't see that. Because uh, I don't know if you heard this before, but uh, there was this uh, um, uh, famous boy band back in the day. I don't know. I It's not NSYNC. It's not Backstreet. It's, it's not anybody that, that we know of, I don't think. Yeah. But uh, they had this song, and you could hear snippets of yeah, the pour some sugar on me intro, and they ask uh, the drummer, uh, "Are you do you have plans to sue him?" And he's like, "Well, you got you got six strings, twenty four frets. It, it it's bound to sound like somebody else in any kind of genre music." And he's like, "No, yeah. we no, they're no, they they didn't rip us off. They were just messing around, and it's and and it fit." A bit, so it's like yeah. no, they're we're not even gonna no. So well, we could we could almost do a whole episode just on like lawsuits between right. uh, people who <laughs> yeah. like you know what I'm saying. Yeah. Like uh, there's the most recent one that I can think of is there is a, and it is so stupid too. Yeah. But the the rapper uh, Juice World that um passed away a few years ago, um Yellow Card um was suing his estate. Uh, because 
he they said that he had stolen one of their songs and like sampled it without their permission um for one of for one of his and i'm telling you it sounds nothing alike um and it is it is the dumbest thing in the entire world and that lawsuit went on for forever and ever and then i think they dropped it and then they think they like revamped it (laughs) and all while like this is this family is like still grieving over the (laughs) fact that this guy passed away um at a very very i I think the guy was only like 21 22 something like that yeah and uh you know yellow card who was retired at the time by the way uh were trying to sue yeah and it was just like guys come on let's get a life here let's just let's move on let the family grieve and let's just move on so but yeah it's funny because there are a lot of there are a lot of bands and artists who like will rip off a song and they just hope and pray that nobody notices right uh robert smith was the complete opposite he had he was just convinced that he was ripping somebody's song off Mm. and i'm sure that after a while it was a huge relief to know that no i i I am actually just talented enough that i wrote a great uh chord progression and it wasn't taken from anybody else's and now everybody else is probably trying to rip off of that chord progression exactly exactly (laughs) so who would have thought right so right uh, the song was written to be a slower number uh but then it was the beat in its final rendition while the track was recorded in the major uh the commercially released version sounds a quarter in tone higher halfway between d and d sharp uh due to smith's forgetting the forgetting to disengage the the very speed function on the multiple on a multi-track recorder after toying with it before the actual recording process t- took place when playing live, though, uh, the song is played in its original intended key as opposed to the speed the discrepancy hurt on the record. Yeah. So, I didn't uh, know that. So, yeah, so you're more of like a musicianal ear. So, um, yeah. could you explain what that, what that whole thing gets like? Well, I mean, I will try my. I'll try my best. Okay. Um, <laughs> All right. Yes. And usually what happens, you know, another, another thing, uh, fun fact for a lot of like, you know, these bands will write these songs in these certain keys when they're in a, at a younger age. And they tend to, when they play them live, they play them in a different key because as you age, you just don't have the ability to sing as high as what you used to. So a lot of times they end up dropping the chords down. This seems like the, kind of like the opposite, uh, effect. So, Let's see here. So the track was recorded in D major. Um, the commercially released version sounds a quarter tone higher um, due to him forgetting to disengage the very speed function on the multi-track. Now, I don't know a lot about the multi-track recorders, but it sounds like he just made a, 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 a goof em up. Um, and whenever, whenever the song was recorded and released, it was higher. And they played it. They have to play it in that original key because he's probably like, and especially at his age now, he's probably like, I'm definitely not going right. like any higher yeah. than this right here. Right. But, yeah. um, and you can't you can't fault them for that because they're human too, man. I mean, like, it, it you, I, and you're not going to notice it unless you've got that musician's ear where you're just like, right. oh, they're definitely they had to lower that one down a half step or something. Yeah. Um. Uh, you know, most of the time people won't notice as long as everybody can sing along to it and have there a good go. time. That's, that's that, what matters. So, yeah. Right. Yeah. 
So, uh, Friday I'm in Love was the second single taken from the band's ninth studio album, Wish, and was released in the United Kingdom on uh, May 15th, 1992. Unusually, uh, two formats of the song were released on a Friday instead of a Monday, so it debuted on the UK singles chart at a low number 31. A number 31 uh, on the uh, the chart week beginning on May 17th. But the following week, after the other two formats went on sale, four formats, formats went on sale. The single rose to number eight and peaked at number six during its third week on the chart. In the United States, the song reached number eighteen on the Billboard Hot 100, giving the band their last American Top 40 hit to this date. Uh, it was also the band's last song in a string of four to top the Billboard Modern Rock Tracks chart. Uh, matching the success of their previous single, High, with a four-week stint at number one. So there you have it, a brief history on the song itself. Nice. Friday I'm in Love by The Cure. Now we are going to dive into our covers. Now, I didn't realize this whenever we started throwing these notes together, but both of these people that we're going to talk about that have covered this song uh, have competed in some form of the X Factor. Um, so pretty impressive. I knew about puddles. I did not know about Janet Devlin. Um, I just came across her song somewhere one day, Spotify or something. And, uh, but yeah, uh, so we're going to tell you a little bit about puddles pity party. I'm sure you're, most people are probably, probably familiar with puddles. Pity I am, party. I am not. You are not. Okay. Not. This is interesting. So, yeah. uh, sit down and, and, uh, prepare yourself. Cause here All we right, go. Here we go. So, oh man, I don't know how to properly say his last name. Michael Gere. Michael Geyer? Hmm. Anyway, uh, known as Big Mike, uh, is a singer, entertainer, and leader of the band Kingside, which is based in Atlanta, Georgia. Uh, his most, I'm just going to call him Puddles because that's mm-hmm. all I know him by, because um, I don't know how to properly pronounce his last name. Puddles' most critically received, whoa, most critically acclaimed act is his alter ego, a. Pagliacci uh, type of clown known as uh, Pid- uh, Puddles Pity Party. Man, every all these things are so hard to say. <laughs> as Puddles, uh, he has appeared in YouTube videos since 2013, including some um, with Scott Bradley's Postmodern Jukebox, which I love Postmodern Jukebox. Are you familiar? I've had her, but yes. Okay. Yes. Yeah, I would love to. They they now tour. I would love to go see them well, one day okay. if I ever get yeah. the chance. Oh, yeah. So Puddles now performs uh, almost exclusively as Puddles, uh, but he also refers to Puddles as a completely separate entity uh, from himself. Likewise, Puddles also won't acknowledge himself as Gaier. I'm just gonna say I'm gonna I'm gonna assume that's how you say his last name. So sorry. Uh, like Gaier himself, Puddles has a baritone singing voice and sings mostly covers of songs. Uh, Puddles has a depressed persona and refrains from speaking on stage or giving interviews. His show includes a mix of silent prop comedy, mime, and audience participation with songs interplayed throughout, creating a narrative structure. Uh, structure. In October of 2013, Gaier uh, recorded a cover of Lord's Royals, uh, another great song, with Postmodern Jukebox on YouTube. As of November 2020, the video has been viewed over 29.4 million times. Um... Lord declared that uh, uh, his uh, his cover puddles that being 
to be her favorite cover of Royals. So that's a lot too. Wow. Yeah. Um, in 2017, as Puddles, uh, he participated in season 12 of the reality series. Oh, excuse me. I'm sorry. I got my things mixed up because Simon Cowell is involved with both of these. He was on America's Got Talent. That's right. Um, he advanced to the quarterfinals of the Dolby Theater where he performed his version of Royals and received an X from Simon Cowell. So, boo, his shirts mm. are way too tight anyway. Uh, his cover, uh, anyway, yes. <laughs> so, yeah, it was America's Got Talent, not the X Factor. Janet Devlin was on the X Factor. Simon Cowell is also a host on the X Factor. You get it. Got it. Uh, his cover of Friday I'm in Love was released uh, in 2019 as a single, and you can find it wherever you listen to music. So, um, yeah, you get to see a little bit of this persona here. So, James, this is a first for you. So, I'm curious to see what your reactions are. But um, you don't have a fear of clowns, do you? No, I'm one of the I'm one of the few that does not. Okay, I don't have a fear of clowns either. So, I think we're jeez. I think we're good. Sorry, I hit the microphone again. It wouldn't be. I was gonna go it wouldn't be us without it. You know. So. Thought I was okay. gonna do a whole episode and not hit the mic. So. Anyway. All right. All right. Here we go, y'all. In three, two, one.
Okay. So I, I take back what I said about clowns don't freak me out. Uh-huh. Because there was one part where it kind of glitched on my end mm-hmm. and he was oh. singing and it was kind of a close up and it, it looked like his eyes like rolled back into his head. Um, and I the whites of his eyes. Kind so like, for a second, there, I was like, like <laughs> kind of like the un- the un- the Undertaker. In yeah, WWE. It was a little freaky. And then yeah. like it didn't help because I saw that and I was like, that was kind of unsettling. And then for those of you watching on YouTube right now, um, my uh bag back, my Misfits bag back here. I see that. Um, yes. Like I I like caught a glimpse of it and I was kind of like holy crap <laughs> in on the the clown with the eyes rolled in the back of his head and I saw that and like part of me was like whoa right yeah <laughs> yeah so before but good cover yeah okay spring sting style spring sting yeah. style about that <laughs> so well, let, okay so let me hear your thoughts before I give mine cause sure yeah yeah no yeah, yeah go ahead my thoughts. Yeah, oh, excuse yeah, me. Yeah, yes, your thoughts, thoughts first. Oh, yeah. No, uh, I, I think I think he's got a good voice. Um, and I think uh, um, the puddles persona I think is kind of a fun like thing. And like you know, he does really good covers. Like he's done one of um, it was a Blink song. I can't remember. I think it might have been all the small things or something, <laughs> which is a also a like happy song, but like. He's just kind of sitting on this yeah. suitcase and all the small thing, you know, and right, it's like yeah. that whole persona is kind of interesting, but yeah, I thought as far as the cover goes, it was good. And I like the saxophone. I like that he did it in a Springsteen uh, style there. So I liked it. What about you? Now this is awkward because oh, okay. you hate it every second. No. <sighs> How am I gonna? You hate it every second, man. No, 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 no. He has a good voice. I love the fact that he brought out the saxophone. Yeah, yeah. But that—that's it for me. I, I for me, that's it's all you like. well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I just, I just. That's okay. I, I just didn't like this one. You know. I mean, it didn't, it didn't blow my hair back. You know. Yeah, just so. your eyes. Just my, <laughs> I didn't get scared. I, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm a real big. I don't want to say bad. Possessed so, by uh, Vecna for right. a second. Yeah, there. so um, yeah, that that didn't do anything for me. I'm sorry. Um, no photos, but that's that's not no. I mean, I'm real sorry. You know, but I we I, but I do respect you though. But uh, yeah, but I'm still sorry. That's okay. you know, yeah, yeah, that's all right. Yeah. We've got another one. We're gonna list two. Oh, we do. We're gonna see. We're gonna see. Yeah, we're we gonna do. see who uh, how it holds up. So right. Right. So, Miss Janet Devlin. Did I say your name right? Jan- De- yep. De- Devlin? Devlin. Okay. All right. Uh, North, Northern Irish singer-songwriter Janet Devlin has made, first made her mark performing on the UK uh, 2011 season of The X Factor, which is the one that you thought that um, right. Puddles did, before embarking on her own path with her release of her debut album, uh, 2014's folk driven running with scissors, which you do not do. Anybody don't run don't with scissors, do please nope, don't. Not safe. Also, the album title of uh, one of Weird Al's uh, albums, so. yes, running with scissors. So, yep. uh, but growing up in the village of Gorton, uh, country Tyrone, 
Uh, Devlin originally posted videos of covers on her social media channels before heading to London in 2011 to audition for The X Factor. Uh, yeah, catching the public's attention with her powerful but heart-touching performances, uh, Devlin embarked on the show's live tour with other finalists as the show ended. As the show's end. Over the next few years, uh, she would record her own material, co-writing with the likes of Newton, uh, Faulkner, and Jack Salvatore, uh, before eventually releasing her debut album in 2014. The alternative pop and folk-driven Running With Scissors, um, that's, that, that's, that's album Running With Scissors, um, a follow-up EP, Devet Days, appeared in, tw- in 2015 while Devlin returned to the studio to record the holiday-themed December Days. Ah, clever. Ah, yes. The following year, uh, she saw her deliver her second holiday-themed release, Little Lights. Over the next few years later, after that, Devlin started work to work on her sophomore album, which, with the first result appearing at the beginning of 2020, uh, with the release of the single Honest, Honest Men. Uh, her cover of Friday I'm In Love can be found on her 2015 album, Running With Scissors. There it is. Yeah. It came up again. So that's the album to go check out. <laughs> yeah. I Miss uh, Janet Devlin is definitely... Running with scissors, although we don't advise that you actually run with scissors when you're running to listen to said album. Right. Because your yeah. phone is going to be 99% in your hand anyway. Yeah, so and you're going to try to do us, and we're, we've already gotten into that and our legal our legal obligations and all that. So. Right, right. So Anyway. Okay, so here it is. Uh, time is rolling. Click. I don't care if Monday's blue, Tuesday's gray, and Wednesday's too. Thursday, I don't care about you. It's Friday, I'm in love. Monday, you can fall apart. Tuesday, Wednesday, break my heart Thursday doesn't even start It's Friday, I'm in love Saturday, you wait Sunday always comes too late Friday never hesitate I don't care if Monday's black Tuesday, Wednesday, heart attack Instead, it's Friday, I'm in love. 
go. There we go. Dude. Okay, so I, I love a mandolin. If I can show you right now, there's well, there's I see one, one right there. there. Yeah, like a, yeah, yeah. There's yeah. one right there. There's another one right over here. But um, I love the sound <clears throat> of a mandolin. That that is why Iris by the Goo Goo Dolls is one of my favorite songs of all time, mainly because of the the mandolin in that song. But uh, wow, oh my god, what a what a good cover. She's got a great voice. Um, it's unique when you hear it. You know, it's her. Um, and I've always been, I've always gravitated towards artists like that, um, where it, it doesn't take a lot of effort for me to try to figure out who's doing the song. It's like, oh, that's so-and-so. So hers stands out and I, I love it. So her, okay. So a few things there, positive, all positive. Today. Um, right. so we, we got the, got the mandolin, got the cello. I think that's the yep. cello, right? Mm-hmm. And you got the guitar, mm-hmm. all perfect for like an acoustic environment because yes, yeah. all of them no, are unplugged. Yes, yeah. and I am a sucker for anything stripped down. Yes, um, I love an acoustic performance of anything. I love the tone of the cello. It brings like a warm kind of feeling to the song. Right. Um. And the and the whole song was just mellow, and I can res- yeah. And I and I totally totally respect that. Yeah. Her voice is something else to to be heard because her voice is very attractive to the ear. Yes, it's, it's not absolutely. too it's not too harsh, and it's right. not too like it's just in that middle like perfection voice. You know, to me, right. it sounds tremendously wonderful. Yeah, yeah, and I, and I love that song. Yeah, yeah. I, I love she's it. like uh, like a coffee shop artist. Yes, and I love that. That's all I call and, them. Yeah, right. I, I love it too. And I love that. So very relaxed. Yeah, so that so. is. Um, with that, yes, that is a very excellent cover. So, oh, I think you have Do my. Do we even need to discuss I who th- won? Well, I think you know my 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 thing, but you but you, I'm having th- difficulty finding out which one I'm you not, like the most. Not at, not at this point. Okay, like, okay, I, okay. I forgot how much how that that would, there was. I knew there was a reason because, like, I remember. So, what I do is when I hear a cover of a song that stands out to me I look it up to see if there's any other covers out there that would go good with it and I, I put it in a little note yeah. in my phone yeah. and um, when I was when we talked about doing a cover wars I was like alright let's see what's what's on the list I was like ooh Friday I'm in love that's a good one and I was like Janet Devlin I said I don't know I must have like come across that name and just wrote it down so like I was unfamiliar and I listened to it again while we were doing the notes and stuff but um yeah. yeah, just compared to the other one, like and, I am one hundred percent gonna have to pick. And she Janet looks, and, and she looks very, very young. So I'm, you know, she has, does, yeah. she has a really, really bright future. Um, yeah, you know, so yeah, but uh, yeah, I think Miss Janet wins this one. So. Hands down, hands down, hands down. down. Yeah, but we do have to check out Puddle's version of uh of Royals. I mean, because they've yeah. I mean, because if Lord thinks it's the best cover ever, come on now, you can't. You it's got to, it's got, yeah, they, yeah. they, uh, we'll, we'll have to do a cover of that one too, because I know of another cover that we can throw along with that one and, okay. and, and do a whole episode. So in the works, I'll have to put it in my notes. Cool. Yeah, sure. So, uh, so, uh, so, so agreed. Janet wins. 
I would say so. Agreed. Agreed. We need uh, we need like a, a a song, like a theme song that goes along with like whenever we announce who like wins. Mm. I'll work on that. I'll yes. create one. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> Rock band. Rock band. Yeah. Well, um, <laughs> well, Garage Band. Garage Band. Yeah. I said Rock Band. I I miss playing that game. I need I to buy. Too. I need to buy me a new guitar. Yeah. And I know where to get one, but I can't think of the store's name. So it's here in Columbia, though. So. Yeah, right. <laughs> no, 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 no. Uh, unfortunately, they don't have one there because I, cause I went to the last week. I know where I was like, damn, man. But th- but there's one store near near here. They have like 15 of them. And I'm like, oh, my God. They have all That's kinds sweet. of yeah. have, They have a, a guitar from like all kinds of guitar heroes and rock band games. So. Yeah. I just need them to remake them for like newer consoles, like my PS4 or Switch or something. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm hoping for. Wait, waiting for Guitar Hero and Rock Band to just do a, a revamp and a remake they need for a newer console. Don't yeah. don't do don't do the remake of Guitar Hero Live. That sucks. But yeah, let's don't do that one. Yeah, yeah. So let's do the old let's school get, with the new school yeah. or something. You know. Uh, yeah. Uh, uh, but if you're uh, looking for a new way how to improve your your mental health. Uh, that's good because uh, Mr. Brosey here has got a mental health minute for y'all. Yeah, it's time for the mental health minute, you beautiful people. Um, so, like this podcast, you could check out a mental health podcast of your own to listen to. This, I mean, there's there's no doubt that uh, podcasts are all the rage still. Um, a lot of us spend our days listening to them, whether that's at work or around the house or in the car. Um, and uh, find yourself one that focuses on the mental health aspect like this show. Uh, mental health podcasts can help provide uh, self-care in multiple ways. You might learn something new about how to deal, uh, feel less alone, or get a healthy dose of distraction at a time when focusing your attention on a book or a movie feels near impossible. So um, I don't necessarily have a mental health podcast and that I listen to and I listen to a lot of podcasts but I would say that the two podcasts that I like to listen to whenever I'm kind of in my if I'm not listening to music and I need something more of a distraction like when I'm in when I'm having one of those days um, I love first off Weird Darkness uh, with Darren Marlar because he is such a huge advocate uh, for mental health and depression and um, he's always got something encouraging in there that uh, kind of helps with that, um, even if it is stories about very dark subject matters. Um, but uh, yeah, just Darren does a great job of, of advocating for that. Um, and then I also like to listen to Page 7. Um, it is on the Last Podcast Network. Um, and like it's, it is more of a, you're going to laugh, it's more of a celebrity gossip podcast but like it is so funny and every time i listen to it like i don't i don't give a crap about what's going on in a celebrity's life i really don't but these guys just make it so funny and they're not even like ripping on them it's just (laughs) their reaction to some of the things that goes on with celebrity it's just it's hilarious it's three people that do it and um page seven check it out um but they also do they're very encouraging and at the end of their episodes uh, the main host, um, Jackie Zabrowski, has a uh, shout-out section that she does. And, you know, sometimes people will get on there and they'll send in shout-outs for, like, loved ones. 
and they'll have her read them on, you know, on the podcast. And that's really cool. Um, and then sometimes people do what they call self shout outs and whether that's, you know, like you're, you've, you're proud of yourself for being able to do something or, you know, you've, you've had some type of accomplishment and it's very uplifting to listen to. And it, every time I listen to those episodes, when I'm done, I feel a sense of like peace and I feel better about things. So, uh, those are my two recommendations, even though they're, they're not necessarily mental health podcasts, but trust me, there's plenty of them out there and they, there's plenty of ways to gain access to those podcasts as well. So check those out. Well, my favorite one right now is, um, is Jim Cornette's drive through. I don't know if you know who Jim Cornette is, but he's a old manager for like WWF wrestlers way back in heyday. Okay. And he yeah. has like millions of stories and, and a lot of people don't like him, but I like him because mm-hmm. of his stories and, and he's just gets yeah. in a lot of, a lot of issues. But, um, but, but when, one, one podcast that, that everybody needs to know about is Autism Rocks and Rolls. Yes, by, that's a good one. By Sam. Um, yep. so I, I forgot his last name. I'm sorry, Sam. But um, I, 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 went on the, I, I went on his podcast, and it's all about autism and, and the spectrum of. And then he mm-hmm. does a real, real good, um, real good, uh, he's a real good host. I've been yeah. on his show, like I said before, and he's an excellent host, excellent human being. Sam Mitchell. Sam Mitchell. Yes. Thank you. I'm Sam so, yeah, yeah. Sam Mitchell, yes. And he's actually interviewed a lot of WWE wrestlers. Oh. So he's doing awesome things, and he's um, done a few um, keynote speaking. So, yeah. Yeah, so check him out. It's Autism Rocks and Rolls. So go give him yeah. a follow, y'all. You know, support him yeah. anywhere you can. So that's awesome. And I've got it saved. Um, I've got it saved right here. What episode you were on too? Um, and we'll see. Nope, not downloaded. It was latest stuff. Nope, I had it saved. There we go. You were on episode uh, one forty three. One forty three. Um, yeah, so uh, he's doing a killer. Yeah. You know. Yeah, he's doing a great uh, job. Yeah, because I think the last wrestler that he interviewed was was Raven. If I'm not mm, mistaken, so yeah. I don't know if you know who that is. Plus. Yep. But there was not. I mean, I mean, autism rocks and rolls is the. It's like a kind of like a mental health podcast, kind of sort right. of, but but Jim Cornette's drive through is just a good time. It, it's you know, yeah. and and whatever podcast makes me laugh the most, it's, it gets me right out of my my depression instantly. So yeah, yeah, cool. Yeah, and by the way, Sam Mitchell, if you happen to hear this, uh, I would love to come on your podcast sometime if you're looking for another yes guest. Um, you know, you know, I thought about it the other day. What's that? I have never been a guest on anyone's podcast. You haven't. That's sad, right? Uh, <laughs> no, I have never been a guest on anyone else's. I've had plenty of guests on, uh, on here with you. And I have had, I'm working on having some guests on spook show and on not religious. We had a few on there too, but I have never been one. And I really want to do that. That would be so fun. I would love to, uh, be interviewed. So, uh, Sam, if you're listening, hit me up, and I would love to do that. <laughs> well, or anyone else that's listening yeah, that may I have mean, a podcast, yep. and you just want to find some. I'm, I mean, I'm not interesting at all, but if you would love to oh, have come me on, on now. it would be a privilege. So I would come love on. to come on there, and I will. you can test my useless music knowledge um, if you want to go that route. So hit some, hit me with some trivia, and let me see how far I can get. 
Yeah, so I will gladly set that up for you because I know Sam personally. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, man, it's a good time, you know. And uh, anybody who wants to inter- interview us both at the same time. Yes, that would be um, cool, too. Uh, please reach out to when words fail podcast at gmail.com. Speaking of that, um, we also thank you for listening to the show and be sure to share this with your friends and families, dogs and cats. Dogs aren't in here tonight. You can share it with cats, but I'm not sure if they'll listen. Uh, I don't share it with cats because I'm allergic to cats. Me too. So. Me too. I, yeah, so that's, that's, that's something in common that we both have. But uh, we're available on multiple podcast apps, including the brand new Pick Cherries. Yes. So what you can do on Pick Cherries is you can you can listen to uh, any of our podcast application episode on it, and pick your favorite bits and pieces and send them to friends and family and and just share. And uh, that's good because I don't want to listen to like an hour and a half and not like it, you know. So yeah. So you can pick and choose, pick Terry's uh, part of the episode and send it to your friends and friends family and see if they want to, you know, listen to any any episodes that we have. So we're on yeah. that one and we're pleased to be on it. Yeah. Uh, what a neat concept. Yeah, yeah. But uh, the, uh, this way, yes, yeah, sorry. Oh, what? Uh, uh, but you can share, you can, but but please leave a rating and review. And if you want us to see our podcast grow, please do that also. But yes, sir, continue. I'm sorry. Oh, that's I'm so fine. tired. Oh, me I, too. I wasn't thinking straight. Uh, the best way to stay up to date with us is following us on all of our social medias. Yeah, you know what I'm talking about. You know what all that is. We're even on MySpace. Just kidding. Uh, you, we're on Instagram. It's at When Words Fail Podcast. We're on Facebook. It's at WWFMS Podcast. We're also on the Twitter. We do some tweets uh, at When Words Fail MS. Um, and also on the TikTok because that's what the craze is now. So James is doing a wonderful job over there. Uh, that is at when words fail music speaks and you can send ideas or personal stories on how music has helped you at when words fail podcast at gmail.com you can subscribe to our youtube channel where you're watching this video right now um where you can also watch some interviews i don't know if i'm on the right side here but interviews uh music video reactions uh vinyl showcases and more you guessed it uh, you can go to youtube.com slash when words fail music speaks. Make sure you hit that subscribe button with the notification uh, notifications turned on so that way you get alerted whenever a new episode or video drops. Nice. For all of these links, though, to find more uh, uh, about us, I can't talk today, but that's okay. Hmm. Or to buy some of our awesome merchandise. Uh, you can visit our website, com. That's right. And speaking of which, that new logo design was made by 1UP Graphics. Uh, you can look them up on Instagram and Twitter. It's at 1UP Graphics. You can also get this design on a T-shirt now, uh, along with our original logo, which was created by Mr. James Cox here. Uh, our theme song was created by Doc Brass. You can find him on Instagram and Twitter. It's at Doc, D-O-K, Brass. Uh, if you don't mind checking out my other podcast, it's called South Carolina Spook Show. It's all about true crime and paranormal stories from the state of South Carolina. So if that's something you're into or someone you know might be into, send, uh, send them uh, 
maybe I'm on there too with the uh, pick cherries thing. I'll have to check that out. Uh, but it, I know we're available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and more. Just did an episode on the wrongful execution of George Sinney, a very, very sad and tragic tale, uh, and I uh, hope you guys like it. Uh, sources from this episode come from Wikipedia, allmusic.com, songfacts.com, and self.com. We do not own any of the music that was used in this episode, and no copyright infringement is intended. Nice. So, puddles. Piddles, puddles, what's the thing? Puddles, puddles. puddles. Yeah, puddles. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That's all right. I just didn't. Yeah, I'm just sorry. He's gonna come like visit us in our dreams tonight with his eyes rolled back in his head uh, because we didn't pick his version of the song. I knew that was a bad idea. I knew it, but I had to go with my gut. Janet Devlin was just the winner for me. So sorry, puddles. Please don't murder me in my uh, sleep. Well, Janet has a nice voice. Come on now. He does have a nice voice, a nice he baritone does. voice. He, yes, does. he does, he does. So, uh, once again, uh, thank you everybody for listening to us. And always remember, when words fail, music speaks. Bye, guys. <laughs>